Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. And if you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the at Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micros podcast but think Jay is too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by Jason's fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond, Jen Evelyn, old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. Let's start the show. can only mean one thing it is time for the open micers podcast my name is jason robbins i'm jacob craig and our guest tonight is a comedian hailing from new orleans he has also been a paranormal investigator before in the city mm-hmm. of new orleans so we're gonna hear all about those stories we're gonna talk about his stand-up in the new orleans comedy scene it can be the one the only pickle is on the show. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing today? Doing good, man. We're good, man. We're good. So, first of all, uh, all of our hey, listeners hey, want to know, where did you get the name Pickle from? <laughs> My name Pickle. Uh, oh, you ever heard of a, a rapper called Sheik Luch? I have it. No. <laughs> Um, he is a rapper and uh, from New York. I'm sorry, my mother of my child is like trying to text me and shit. Please, now I told you, seven thirty, girl. <laughs> uh, so he's a rapper from from New York. Uh, and you ever heard of uh, Jada Kiss or yeah. Styles P? Yeah. So he he's the Sheik Luch is the third member of the Locks. He's the one like I guess not everybody really knows about. Uh, but he has a song, and in that song, he has a line that says, the inner is tan, the outer is pickle, okay? And I used to be a drug dealer. So my first car was a 98 Camry, and the inner was tan, the outer was pickle. And I ended up getting into a wreck with an, uh, a lady, and I bought her car outright for $4,000. That's where the drug dealer shit comes into play. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't believe me. Um, so, so she wouldn't call the police or the insurance company. And I, it was a better car than what I had. It was a 98 Sebring, bro. I loved it. It was the Picklemobile, the original Picklemobile. My buddies ride with me. The song comes on and the line happens. The inner is uh, tan, the outer is pickle. And my buddy looks at me. He's like, man, uh, every car you get, the inner is tan, the outer is pickle. You pickle now. And I was like, man, fuck you, dude. That shit never going to stick. You know, I didn't like it at first. I went to his house. (laughs) I I went to his house later that day and he had all uh, like my nieces and nephews like singing and dancing like pickle, 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 pickle. shit. I went to work, (laughs) went to work the next morning. He's got everybody like, good morning, pickle. What's up, pickle? How you doing, pickle? Like that. And for me being a drug dealer, it kind of spread like wildfire, man. Um, I ended up going to jail. And in jail, like two people knew me. And I was like hustling cards and stuff. You don't want to mess with me and uh and like spades or tonk or anything like that. I'll I'll take all your desserts and calories, you know, you won't uh, get all your oranges and tonk, you know what I'm saying? You won't get no vitamin C fucking around with me, bro. 
Uh, so on your old. on your rap sheet, what it says, uh, other known aliases, is it say pickle? Fuck no, that's what people fuck up at, bro. You don't put your alias on. You know, when you go to jail, they give you a sheet of paper and it says alias. And it go you people are they put their alias on there like your street alias, like it's a like a badge of honors. Like nah, bro, that's how they identify you. Why would you put that on there? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I never put that shit on the paperwork they give. You ever been to jail? Me? No. <laughs> Never. Okay. Jacob probably has. I don't know. <laughs> Not yet. That's going to be our next Patreon special is me going to jail. <laughs> what would your other known aliases be, Jacob? Remember not to put it on the on the rap sheet thing. Um, Probably Whole Young Chicken. That's my rapper name. <laughs> whole Young Chicken. <laughs> young Gravy, eat your heart out. You know what I mean? Baby. <laughs> Give me all those meatloaf and mashed potatoes with peas, baby. Hey, yo. They call it. Young gravy in the building. They call me bangers. They call Jason Mash. You know what I'm saying? We got that one two punch going on. <laughs> bangers and mash in these streets. Oh, so, yeah. did, you, did you go to jail for dealing drugs? Uh, no, I went to jail for doing drugs. Uh, my first, my original sentence, my original sentence was like guns and drugs, like selling drugs and stuff. They tried to charge me. They, they, uh, I got caught with uh, a few bags of marijuana, uh, my pistol, and and some like pills. So I did get, or I guess you could say, for dealing drugs, I was gonna go sell them, you know, and do them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they took them from me and. I ended up quitting selling drugs then, but uh, when you quit selling drugs, nobody tells you you're going to end up with a fucking habit. You know what I mean? So I, I still had a habit, gotcha. and that, that pill habit turned into heroin, and that heroin habit turned into me violating probation <laughs> with more pills and stuff. So, man, um, you, you've had you've lived quite a life so far. A, l- a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So of how life, did man. all that move to being a paranormal investigator because that that doesn't seem like a very smooth transition between those two things it's actually smoother than you think right <laughs> it's uh <laughs> so um I, I went to rehab and whenever i went to rehab shout out responsibility house what's happening um they had a guy there and he was like a house manager and he was a paranormal investigator so um, I went from jail straight to rehab, and that's where I met this dude. I started getting my life. I was working a program, got my life back together. Um, I was sober for two years, and I got my life back from drug court. I did. They put the Jefferson Parish uh, Police Corrections or whatever you want, the JPP, uh, the judge gave me drug court, and I finished drug court in under two years, which is like a – it's like almost a record. You know what I mean? People get stuck in that shit. Well, yeah. when I was in rehab, I met a dude and he was a house manager of the rehab. And when I got done with drug court, I went back and found him and he wasn't doing too well. Um, so I was like, what do you want to do, bro? You know, I was trying to help him like, get back on his feet. And he was like, man. I, and while I was in rehab, he owned a paranormal investigation business. So uh, it fell apart. And because of uh, they, they used to do tours out of this building in New Orleans that caught on fire. 
and it was um, it, it's a it's a historic story. It was like it used to be a gay club, and like it it was at the top of this building, and there was no fire escape, and a lot of people died in it. And Damn. they were doing like it was it was crazy. They said they were getting like I wasn't doing it at the time, but I, I've heard the stories. They were getting it, they felt like it was like a portal or something like that. But New Orleans is so old, you never know. They said they were getting like soldiers and all kinds of things, um, all kinds of different spirits through there. They weren't even getting like any gay people. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> a bunch no. of gay people died, but they 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 were like, fuck it, we're gone, you know. Um yeah, right. So he was doing that and it was successful at the time, but it fell apart because there was no fire escape on the building. So the uh, the city shut it down. So when I seen him and he wasn't doing well, I was like, what you want to do, man? He was like, I want to do paranormal investigation again, the tours. I said, well, let's do it. You got to teach me about it. You know, so he had a real paranormal investigation team. We used to go to um, we used to go to like houses and and like check and see if there were spirits there we had a, a bunch of equipment um a couple of suitcases of equipment and we would check and see that if the place was haunted so you had like to, the, uh, the evps and all that kind of stuff the evps i mean dude we had uh we had everything um and it felt like it felt like a long time ago but it was like 2017 whenever we started doing everything wow uh, that is surprisingly recent yeah um it was like 2017 when we started and we ended up getting that that business going again and we were doing places in mississippi they got a, actually a spot called the little red house you can go look up the little red house i've heard in mississippi. of that yeah. and the little red house is a house that was built on this plot of land and the plot of land was haunted and the little red house is haunted as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. can I curse on? Can I curse oh, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah dude, we for were, sure. <laughs> the little red house was so haunted, bro. Like, um, I was. This was my beginning stages, so they had uh, a lot of the other investigators um, doing everything with the spirits, but they had them like turning on and off the chandelier lights. Uh, there was this. Um, there's this piece of equipment. It's what's. The, you, um, it's like a round piece of equipment and it has lights on it. And you get the, the spirits to, to like mm-hmm. light up the red light for me or right up, light up the yellow light for me. Um, I can't Simon remember. Simon Says? Something like that. It's not Simon Says, no, <laughs> but it was like a real piece of equipment where they just yeah. pick a light, you know, and um, they were doing it. Like it, the, the spirits are so heavy in the little red house in Mississippi, dude. Uh, but that's like one example of place that we would go do, and we would sell. They would sell tickets to that. You know what I mean? Um, that was like a, a live event. Yeah. People would come to, and I mean, like they were selling tickets. I think sixty dollars a person. You know. I mean, um, I, I understand the the concept of paranormal investigation, but when you find something and something crazy is going on, then what? But like, do you call a priest? You, like, what do you do no. at that point? <laughs> You know, we were paranormal investigators. We wanted them to stay there. You know what I mean? That was our business. Uh, we just, we just kind of, we just like conjure them up, stir them up, and get them to communicate with us. Um, you know, they have like things like uh, Echo. You ever heard of Echo Vox? Yeah, yeah. That that the Echo Vox was one of my favorite things because um, you could hear like what the spirits actually have to say. 
Uh, that was like like one of my favorite pieces of equipment. And some people don't like the Echo Vox, but I, I do because it's a, a app on the phone. You know what I mean? So it it people said that like it was programmed words in there, but if you use it for a few years, you realize that nothing's programmed. It's just using the uh, the words that are that are in the Echo Vox that are programmed in there, and they're putting words together to speak to you. It's uh, it's crazy, bro. One time we were in, we were doing a plantation, and we were in a, a slave jail, and like we got in contact with like a ten year old girl, in the slave jail. She like died in the slave jail. It was the creepiest thing I've ever come across. Like spying, chilling. It was it was nuts. You know what I mean? The stuff oh, yeah. that you really encounter, dude. And <laughs> people let you go into these places too. I. The, the amount of people that let just let you go in and investigate their place like that is it's wild too because personally i wouldn't want anybody in my house haunted or not you know um, yeah those are my ghosts you don't touch my ghosts yeah <laughs> those are my ghosts those are my friends you know <laughs> so do you get paid for doing that or is it one of those things where you just kind of like hey we'll come check out your stuff for free <laughs> um so whenever somebody calls and contacts you it's for free you know what I mean? Like, if they say, hey, we think we got a spirit. We think we got a ghost in our house. Can you come investigate? Yeah, we, we came for free to investigate for a few hours. Um, but when it came to, like, my paranormal investigation tours, like, those those were um, money. You know okay. what I mean? Like, we, we ended up um, collaborating with the biggest, parano- uh, the biggest tour guide company in Louisiana. And New Orleans, uh, French Quarter Phantoms at the time, and we we put together a tour at a place called St. Vincent's Orphanage. Um, it's still there, bro. They re- they renovated this place, and it looks so nice. I just did a comedy set over there. Really? Ryan, I don't know, I don't know if you heard of Ryan Rogers. Ryan Rogers runs a show yeah. at St. Vincent's now, and this place went from like <laughs> this place went from a crack hotel to a, a five star hotel, man. <laughs> That's they awesome. Got such a great, yeah, they got such a great stage over there. Uh, I've been through a lot at that place. <laughs> Spirits in there are wild. Yeah, um, New Orleans is a cool place, especially for like the 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 ghost tours and stuff like that, and the history tours. If you're into that cut type of thing, like I've done most of those tours, right. and they're really well, really cool and worth I, it. Our tours was definitely worth it because it wasn't like a regular tour. You know what I mean? They don't just give you a, we didn't just give you like an EVT meter or EVP meter and send you out on the streets of Bourbon Street and like point it at the light. Oh my God, there might be a, a spirit right there. It's, it's sparking up, you know? It's, no, we, uh, we went in this building, dude. Like I said, we had like three suitcases of, uh, of equipment and we would, show people the beginning of our tour was 15 minutes of us breaking down the equipment you know what i mean and uh that's actually where i found out i could do comedy also um so it's it's weird how one thing transits oh, yeah. transitions into another i uh mm-hmm. i found out i could do comedy there because i used to get like people like crowds of 15 to 20 people a night so i, I would have this fuel and in my little spiel, I would have little jokes here and there. One of my jokes is uh, everybody knows that ghosts uh, create hot, uh, cold pockets, but they also create hot pockets. 
and people would laugh. And at the end of my tour one time, this girl came up to me and she was a pretty blind girl. And uh, she came up to me and she was like, hey, I'm a comic. Um, I'm an LA comic and you're funny. You should be a comedian. And I was like, yeah, right, girl. Stop playing with me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you trying to fuck or something? Yeah. Like, you know, stop playing with me right now. <laughs> Lo and behold, that girl knew what she was talking about. You know, um, <laughs> she knew what she was talking about. Uh, I don't know who that girl is to this day. So if you out there, contact me. Um, <laughs> I, that was crazy, bro. It's like crazy how, how the, the world knows or the universe knows, you know, and uh, it's it's like right in front of you. Oh, yeah. Comedy was right in front of me, and I didn't even realize that I was doing it. Do you still do paranormal investigating, or is it just kind of one of those things Uh, you kind of left? No, no, no. No time for that anymore. Um, I used to, I did it for a while after, me me and one of my other partners. uh, So the dude, we ended up breaking up. Um, 2018, we had the biggest paranormal tour in America voted by USA Today. And it was great, you know what I mean? But we ended up breaking up um excuse me over over petty over petty BS. You know what I mean? It's always over petty BS, you know, oh, yeah. money bullshit. Mm-hmm. So um we we finished out that year and it kind of like died off and the team uh broke up, which is a shame, dude. We almost had a TV show and everything. No. We were close. We were close. <laughs> that would have cool. been awesome, we, man. You could have been like the uh, the killer bees on Moonshiners. You could have been the pickle of the paranormal yeah. investigators. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was wanting to go drop some jokes for people. You know, mess with the <laughs> mess with them. Um, yeah. It was set I, uh, for ghosts. You, that would have been a cool show. It'd be like pickle <laughs> paranormal investigations. <laughs> it was three of us. It was three of us. We were going to be on a uh, show, me and two other of my teammates, and it would have been fun, you know, but I'm kind of glad I'm out of it because that, that spirit stuff is it's real. It's it's um, people don't realize it, but when you get like deep into it, those paranormal investigators and stuff you see on TV, those dudes are tormented, bro. They're really in the in their behind the camera life, like spirits fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? It's a depressing life. It really is. Oh wow. You know? um, so have you the, ever had like a spirit get like violent with you or something? Yeah, in my dreams. I've killed spirits in my dreams. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like <laughs> that's a different level, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm glad it, it, I don't do it no more, dude, because it's like some it's like doing witchcraft without knowing you do. I didn't know I was doing black like magic kind, of, you know. Huh. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I was just like just doing something. Like, I didn't know it was real at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. I thought people were bullshitting me, and when I found out everything was real, I was like, oh man, uh, it, it gets it gets freaky, bro. It gets creepy. You know what I mean? Like. A uh, spirit can attach itself to. Uh, for example, we have uh, at this at St. Vincent's I had this Russian lady one time. She was like a Russian ma- uh, Russian mail order bride with this old dude, this really fucking old dude. And we have this thing called a grid. Have you ever heard of a grid? It's just a laser grid, and you turn it on, 
and it puts like uh, it was like small strobe like kind of effect, you know, but it's still and it's over the whole room to make the room dark. And this Russian lady was sitting down. She had a purse on her shoulder. And I turned the grid on, and this was the only time this ever happened. I turned the grid on, and it was on her, but I could see a shadow from her neck down. And she was pretty, too, bro, and she talked Russian, you know what I mean? I don't know why I sound like Zangief whenever I say <laughs> Russian, you know? But she talked, she was really Russian. And it was Russian, how about that? Russian. She, uh, she was, she, it was creepy, bro, so... I turned the grid onto her. The shadow was from her neck down. And then all of a sudden, it sucks into her purse. It, I see it, like, suck into her purse. And she goes, oh, man, my purse just got heavy. And I said, oh, shit. That, my spirit just attached itself to you, sweetheart. You know? Um, and what we did was, like, we made her, like, kind of, like, shun the spirit away. Like, you can't attach me. You have to stay here on this property kind of thing. Um, and hopefully it worked. <laughs> hopefully it worked. It, <laughs> dude, it's freaky. <laughs> There's some freaky things that have the freakiest thing that ever happened. Is at, oh, keep, what's your question? I was just gonna ask no, that. Go, I was like, what was what's the weirdest thing that you've ever seen? Uh, the weirdest thing, the weirdest thing I've ever seen at, at St. Vincent. Um, so we used to put our <laughs> Uh, whenever at the end of our tour, I've got you all like primed and ready to be a paranormal investigator and use this equipment. So I put you in the room with equipment by yourself and I leave you there for 15 minutes. All right. And I went to the bathroom and on the way to the bathroom this one time, well, when I left people in the room, there was a fat guy with a naked lady and a camera. And I was like, holy shit, these these dudes are shooting a porn. That was some creepy shit watching a, <laughs> this dude, this huge man with a, a nasty look in his eye. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Ghost porn, dude. Hell yeah. Ghost fucking porn. It was fucking wild. That's how good. That used to be a crackhead hotel. No. St. Vincent's has some really creepy spirits. There were children's spirits in St. Vincent's. And the weird thing is we did the tours there for a little over a year. And I found out you can get to know spirits. You know what I'm saying? Like we had certain spirits. We had one spirit. And every time I brought uh, a group of people in a certain area, this little girl would, would say rape through the, either the echo box or uh, what's that? The static box, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I, I mean, I've watched a lot of paranormal investigation shows, so I've probably seen whatever it is you're talking there's only, about. There's only there's only two things that that of today that you can speak through uh, words like physical words with spirits. It's the echo box and the and it's like a spirit box. They call it a spirit box. I think. Um, it, that's what it sounds like, and it uses the radio frequencies from the radio around you, and it lets the spirits use the radio frequencies to pull words and use words. So we would use that, and this this uh, young girl would scream out rape. Every, I mean, dude, it 
never failed. And from doing it for so long, one time I asked the little girl, why, why do you keep screaming rape? And she can't, she was able to answer back because I want everybody to know. And I was like, everybody should know who did it. And then she came back with the word priest. And I was like, holy shit. And we, <laughs> like, dude, it took them a while. It took us literally, it took me about eight to nine months to get that answer out of this spirit. Wow. And it was, it was the creepiest thing. I had about 10 to 12 people in the room with me. And they, it was just shivers up our spine. You know, um, said, and this place used to have a, a priest. Um, I believe his name was Paul. I believe his name was either Paul or Peter or something like that. Started with P. I know that. And it, it, she just wanted everybody to know that that priest was was molesting children. I believe. You know, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like that's some that's some crazy shit to stumble on. You know, it, yeah. it really is. Uh, they also had a doctor there. This is the story about the doctor. There was an evil doctor that would uh, mess around and like experiment on the kids and kill them too. Um, so we used to do things like the kids. We had a couple kids scares that would like to play with. One of my favorite things was a. Uh, uh, a ping pong ball, uh, a, a regular ping pong ball, dude. This ping pong ball, we would take this ping pong ball and just put it on the table, and we would start talking to the spirits and like trying to get them to uh, start playing with the ping pong ball or move it or roll it. You know what I'm saying? And this thing, one time, I it's it's almost like the spirits could feel what we were thinking before we said something or before we we did it and i was like sincerely at the point where i was like y'all can't roll that ball in my heart i felt it i was like y'all can't roll that ball and that night that i felt that this ball lifted up and rolled directly straight towards me. you know and i was like oh okay <laughs> and the creepy part about that is the uh, one of our other investigators got it on camera and by the end of the night that video was erased off of the phone. What? Yeah. Oh it, it got God, erased dude. off of the phone, dude. I was, I'm getting chills telling you this right now. Literally, it was erased off of her phone, bro. And it was just fucking creepy. I was damn. So they didn't like being recorded over there. Like, they would shut down. If we, they, people started recording, they wouldn't do anything. They did not like being recorded. They told us. So um, you went from a, a complete skeptic to a complete believer uh, through that whole thing. Believer, man. One of my favorite things to communicate with was uh, witching rods, you know, dowsing rods. Yeah, I've seen those <laughs> those before. Those were my favorite, man. I could I can have a whole conversation with the spirit of dowsing. It was it was crazy. It's, <laughs> have you ever seen those? Dowsing rod, have you ever seen those, Jacob? The what the rods that he's talking about where. Um, no, they're like little handles with um uh two uh metal rods that go out and you hold them in front of you and you ask like yes or no questions like yes cross yeah. like no and it'll go apart so you can ask a spirit questions yeah. and the the rods long, will go back and forth. A long time ago, they would use them to find water. On yeah, the it's like a divining rod. Oh, oh, I've seen those. Yeah. 
dividing rods. What they call witching rods, also. Um, so those are those are those were like my favorite form to uh, to communicate with because uh, it was like speaking with them, but without verbal, without them verbally using words. You know, um, yeah. and when you hold them. When you hold witching rods, you can, and the spirits grab the witching rods, you can feel it in your hands. Like you can feel it's like an electric current going through the rod through your hands. <laughs> it's it's the crazy, craziest so, thing. <laughs> so I'm 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 not joking here. I'm I'm pretty sure that my place of residence is occupied by one or more spirits, at least two spirits. What okay. should I do to communicate with them? <clears throat> should I communicate with them? And should I try to get rid of them? And what can I do to try to get rid of them? Are they messing with you? Not um, not heavily, but they've done stuff like um, the other day I was getting fucked with really hard where there's this bath toy of my daughter's that kept going off on its own in the bathtub. And then I would yeah. go and check it out. And I would try to make it turn on and go off, and it wouldn't do it. And then as yeah. soon as I put it down and walked away, it would it would go off. Yeah, they so like stuff I took the noise. batteries out of that motherfucker. They like yeah, they like and they bathrooms. would do some like knock over cups in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, they like bathrooms for some reason. I don't know if it's the water or whatever, but they like bathrooms, and um, they like stuff that with like lights and noise mm-hmm. that they can manipulate. Um. If you don't want them around, if they're not doing any like real bad harm, if they're not fucking like fucking with your dreams, they're not if they're not messing with your baby or anything like that. I mean, you don't have to mess with them at all, because um, you never know what to do. Once you break that fourth wall, you never know what you're dealing with. It could be uh, a good spirit, it could be an evil spirit. You know what I'm saying? But once you break that fourth wall, it's it's broken. You know, but you can, I I would say, like, <laughs> dude, my crazy shit is my girl is a freaking witch. And <laughs> she'll tell you that, like, you need, yeah. like, you need to, like, protect your house, you know, get the oil um, and or, or, like, look up the way they do that salt shit or whatever. They protect the doorways and stuff. And, uh, but personally, I would just say if you're there by yourself one day. Speak to them, acknowledge them. We got to tell you guys about B Res Coffee Company. That's right. B Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out of this world chocolate and caramel flavored roast, or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what really, what really, the story about really caught my uh, attention that ghosts were real and I couldn't, I couldn't mess with it anymore. So they say you get the, you get whatever this is from the mother. From, like I got it from my mom and I remember my mom saying that she there was like she can tell there were spirits in our old house and she would tell the spirit to leave whatever all right um so it's the way 
I said that to, to tell you this, like spirits always mess with me. I've always been a chef. I was a chef for over 10 years of my life. And for some reason, when I'm alone in kitchens, they come out. I've had, I've been doing dishes in one kitchen and there's like nothing. There's like a wall and a shelf with uh, a bottle, a spray bottle hanging on the shelf by the, by the hook part of the spray bottle. And that bitch just come flying at my head. You know what I mean? And like shit like that, like they would show themselves to me like that. And I always ignored it, you know? Um, but one time I'm working in a kitchen on Iberville and Decatur, the corner of Iberville and Decatur in, in, in uh, French quarters. Mm-hmm. It was Rotolo's Pizzeria, bro. And it was like, I, I, <laughs> I was shutting the kitchen down. It was like two o'clock in the morning, dude. And let's say there's like uh, a table here. And on above the table on the wall, there's a hook with about a 10 to 15 pound bag of red onions. And underneath that, there's a, a gallon of red hot hot sauce just pushed up against the wall. I turn to click off the light, and all of a sudden, this bag of onions lifts off the hook and hovers there for like the longest 10 seconds of my life, bro. And I was like, you know, I might have been drunk in 19, but I wasn't crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that fucking bag dropped on the bottle of hot sauce and bust everywhere in the kitchen. And I was like, you piece of shit ghost. I just cleaned this kitchen. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't believe you just did that. You shit, better grab bro. a mop. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, man. And uh, so, so I fucking, uh, I cleaned it up. But I, while doing that, I acknowledged that the spirit was there. Sometimes that's all they want. They want you to, to acknowledge them. Like, I was like, yo, I know you're here. I acknowledge you're here. You know what I mean? So I talked to him. And I was like, please don't do this to me anymore. I'm trying to go home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I turned the click off the light one more time, and then the radio popped on with that song, I'm Coming Out. <laughs> I want the world to dude. I'm telling you, creepy shit happens to me. I'm saying, what the fuck? You, you can come out all night long. You know what I'm saying? You can even like wave that colorful flag. You know, I support the gays. I do. I love my gay friends. But it's two thirty in the morning right now, and I'm waving the white flag. I'm going home, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm going home, bitch. I turn off. I pulled the plug and turn off the light and left. You know, but um, after that, the spirits didn't fuck with me no more. Like, they, they really left me alone. So you can try acknowledging them and just be like, yo, I know you're here. Uh, and if you don't feel like it's a bad spirit, you know, then you can just leave it be. You know, if it's so what not do you, fucking yeah. with you. What do you think it is about New Orleans that makes it such a hot spot for paranormal activity? <sighs> I think it's just because it's such an old city, dude. I mean, it's an old city, bro. And you know what's crazy? You get, they got this, I I mean, I contacted Gene Lafitte before. We think it was Gene Lafitte. You know who that is? Mm -hmm. He's a a pirate. And there's this place on Bourbon Street. We were about to start doing tours there through the tour company. So we would have to go and investigate this place. So the place we were looking at is called the Absent House. And the Absent House used to be a whorehouse. 
All right. It was Gene Lafitte's favorite whorehouse. Yeah, I think I he know what you're talking there. about. Yeah, I think I yeah, know what it is. It's very popular. It's very popular, dude. He would, he would go to this whorehouse and he would um, talk to the talk to the general, the fleet uh, general of the uh, American army. And they came and they put together a plan to win their battle at this fucking place. So we go, me and my buddy John, shout out John, what's up? That's my partner. Uh, he's another paranormal investigator. We uh, went to this place and started investigating one night, bro. And and it got it got creepy, dude. You know how those those old New Orleans um buildings are built like they have shutters on them still. They have yeah. these big shutters yeah. on the second floor on those balconies. So we're contacting the spirit, and we're like, "Are you Gene Lafitte?" And it comes back as a yes. And as it comes back as a yes, the shutters start going, "Bah." I'm like, oh, bro, I ain't never left the room before, but I'm gonna leave this room right now. This was, it was creepy, dude. It was so creepy, bro. Wow, I've never had. He's probably a strong ghost, too. He probably is. You know, he probably really is. Because I mean, like, these are big shutters, and they were, it was all around the the building. You know what I'm saying? They were just pop. And I was like, let's get the fuck out of here, dog. I fuck these tours. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was that creepy, bro. It was that fucking creepy, dude. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we can, we we were coming in contact with old, old spirits, you know? Um, but spirits, we also came in contact with like newer spirits as well. Some of them had a sense of, hu- of humor. Um, one of our favorite things to do, we would sing songs. And like, and get the spirits to sing back to us. You know what I'm saying? So we'll go, we want to sing a song with you. Can we sing a song? And they'll say yes. And the song, and we'll we'll go like, twinkle, twinkle. And they'll come back, little star. You could hear them through the echo box or the spirit box, you know? And that's what happened. Well, this one time I was like, "Um, are you a Saints fan? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Um, so one of my my buddies was like, all right, we're going to sing a Saints song. And he and we want you to finish. We want you to finish it. And this dude said, oh, when the Saints and clear as day through that spirit box, it went pop, 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 stopped and said goes marching in. And we all like backed up. We're like, "Whoa, fuck! That was the, that was the bee's knees right there." You know, we got a Saints fan ghost. We know who yeah. that baby. <laughs> awesome, man. Too bad he's not hot in the stadium. He'd help yeah. him out a little bit. Yeah. We found him, him in the few passes. We found him. You're right. We found him in the broiler room at the, at St. Vincent's. So it was hot in that room. That was a creepy room itself. Like, one time, uh, we were in the broiler room at St. Vincent's house at St. Vincent's. It was called St. Vincent's Guest House at the time we uh, did it, but it was really St. Vincent's Orphanage. Um, but it used to have a slave court. That's how old this building was. And we asked the spirits. Um, this was like a slave court house. And we asked the spirits. We were like, how many people used to live in this house, in this one building? And they said 30. 
Like it gave us like a clear answer, 30 people. And this is like a, a 10 by a 10 by 15. You know what I mean? It's not a big fucking building, bro. Yeah. And no telling. That, and this is probably a new building. It was just built on the spot where they were. You know, and it was it was creepy, bro. Uh, one time I was talking to these spirits. And I felt something over me, like heavy, just over me. <clears throat> and I said, hey, are y'all behind? I said, hey, are you behind me? And it came through the uh, Echo Vox. I was using the Echo Vox. And it came through the Echo Vox and it said, yes, we are. And when it said we, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, hey, bro, I could feel them. Like, they were tall and they were, like, hovering over me. You know what I'm saying? I can, yeah. I can almost feel them right now. I feel like I'm calling uh. them back right now. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> so all this yeah. led to you doing comedy. Like, that's just, that's a weird transition, <laughs> too, man. Um, I mean, but really, what really led to me doing comedy, I was I was in like a really bad place, a really a, a really low place in my life. I was on drugs. I was on drugs real bad. And I uh I <laughs> my girlfriend went out of town. The girl I, I was a girlfriend's with uh, my girlfriend at the time went out of town and I had strung together seven days clean. And I really love I love like T D Jakes. You know who T D Jakes is? Mm-mm. He's a he's a Dallas Dallas preacher. Um, so I was listening to TD Jakes in the middle of the night, and after I had strung together seven days clean, and I, I got finished with the sermon, dude, and I started crying. Some of like truest tears I've ever cried in my life. It was it was like the truest tears, and I I looked up and I was like, Yo, God, like I know there's something there's something. I'm here for other than this, you know what I'm saying? Like this is something I'm here for. And I, I, I need, I need to know. And dude, I sat down on the bed and I put my head between my legs and in my left ear, I heard a, a whisper, like a small whisper and it says, stand up. And I stopped crying immediately. And I got up and I said, stand up. Okay. Stand up. And I looked into the New Orleans comedy scene, and lo and behold, we had like a, a nice sized comedy scene. Like it was, it's I, I didn't stumbled onto the underground. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I started, bro. That's that's what really, really pushed me towards. Like I'm so stupid, I feel like God had to actually tell me. <laughs> he, had to, <laughs> he had to actually whisper in my ear. You know, uh, <laughs> like I couldn't take that fucking hint. Uh, at St. Vincent's from that comedy girl, you know, I'm just, I'm just that, like, I didn't believe it then, you know, so, and it really, like, it was like a physical stand-up in my left ear, I heard him say it, and I was like, okay, and it worked out. That's, I mean, there's something to be said for that, like, uh, if you're looking for what you should do, or just, if if you're looking for signs, the, the the universe yeah. will present you with uh you know the the directions of where you need to go yeah you know you got to open your eyes to it i think yeah you know what i'm saying and, and don't underestimate yourself because at the time that's that's what i was doing 
the universe might have, have told me to do comedy and I just didn't realize, it. you know what I mean? I, I, at the time I was just, I was underestimating myself. I didn't, I guess I didn't believe in myself that much, you know? Um, and, and I got pushed into it by spirit, by God, by whatever you want to call it. I have a higher power. God's my higher power. And I believe he pushed me into it, you know? And I've been doing pretty good. Awesome. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been a, uh, it's been a journey, <laughs> this conversation, man. Uh, we've been we're glad to have you on the show. We got to start wrapping up here pretty soon, but uh, okay. we'll have to have you back on okay. and have to tell you, uh, you, you can tell some more uh, creepy paranormal stories on the show here. I would love, I would love to, man. I appreciate y'all having yeah, me Yeah, I'm on, absolutely dude. fucking Absolutely, dude. Thanks so much for giving us your time, man. I'm I'm legitimately freaked out from all, <laughs> yes. from listening to all the stories, dude. <laughs> Jacob's, like, not gonna, legit, Jacob's not going to be able to sleep job. tonight. <laughs> I've done my job. Yeah. I, <laughs> dude, literally the other day when I was started getting fucked with by what I assume is a ghost, I uh, I got some holy water and started splashing it around the fucking bathroom, dude. Like, yeah. I am I am neurotic when it comes to ghost shit. So look, if you really want to, you what you can do is, when, like I said, when when no one's there, um, talk to talk to the spirit. Be like, hey, yeah. this is my house now. Tell them like, I, I you might have lived here before, but this is my house now, and I I would like you to leave. You know, um, I think I think it's my asshole uncle because really? his ashes are in here. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. If it's, that, if it's that oh. motherfucker, he can get out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hasn't tried to like uh, touch the back of your ear, or mess with you, or nothing like that, huh? Like uncles do, just pull a no, pull, no, a, no. pull a floating quarter out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, nothing like that yet. But it's it's been since he died that some shit has been happening. So I think it might. Okay. Be all right, people watch over you, though. We have angels, dude, that watch over us. People that are in our lives that pass away, they still watch over us. You know, I've had somebody tell me that. One of my best friends still watch over you. I had, like, out the blue, lady who does, like, like real, um, uh, like I told you, my girl, she's a witch, so she does all those, like, tarot card readings and stuff like that, but she knows this lady who's, like, an underground psychic or something like that to the uh, paranormal world, and she, like, reached out to me. Like, she forced, almost forced my girlfriend to, make, uh, like, let us talk, and she told me a whole bunch of crazy stuff, and that's creepy in itself when somebody starts telling you about a spirit when they never knew your life you know what i mean yeah. this person's watching over you it's fucking creepy dude you know <laughs> it, she told me every time yeah. uh, i see a, i see a light flicker when i walk by it's him like watching over me and he was a tough motherfucker too so. that's cool so, right. <laughs> yeah well um but i do I, I appreciate you guys having yeah, me man. on that do you have any uh, dates you want to tell the people about before uh, before we leave here tonight? I got all kind of dates. When's this? Uh, well, this Sunday I got I'm headlining Comedy House, New Orleans. Um, let's see, I'll be I'll be in Texas from the second to the eleventh. I don't know exactly every day. I think 
uh, the fourth. I'll be in Fredericksburg. The fifth. Uh, the fifth. Uh, shit. Fifth San Antonio. I believe. I think it's the eighth. I'll be at Creek in the Cave. Um, I know the eleventh. I'll be at Southeastern Comedy Club in Austin. South or uh, East 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 Austin Comedy Club. That's what it is. Cool. The eleventh. I'll be doing two shows. East Austin Comedy Club. And uh, you have an uh, Insta- Instagram people can follow, huh? Yeah, man, you can follow me out there. Pickle House Five Hundred Four. Pickle House Five Hundred Four. Plus, um, my name is on there, and you can go to my Facebook. And my Facebook is my name, my real name, Nicolo Jardina. All right, I'll so, I'll put all that in the in the show notes. So if everybody, if you want to go follow him on Instagram or follow him on Facebook, go check out the show notes and uh, go see him yeah. live. He'll be telling jokes. See me live. I'm, I'm doing all right out here. Yeah. You know? Well, um, <laughs> it was absolute pleasure having you on the show. Jacob, you got Thank anything you, you want to throw out there for the people before we leave tonight? Uh, just that if you are a patron, you have access right now to our patron special for the month. It's me trying to eat vegetables and failing. I almost <laughs> threw up Brussels sprouts. I've, I've, never, I've never eaten a vegetable in my entire life, but I've tried. Oh, no. I tried. And if you, uh, so if that sounds funny to you and you're not a patron, go give us a dollar a month and you'll be able to watch it right now. There you go. I'm so Those disappointed support. in you. But uh, if you guys want to email us, email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. We're at openmikers on Twitter and Instagram and also openmikers on Facebook. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I have a podcast on YouTube, Pickles House. Go watch that Pickles House plus putting the F.U. in front of you. I got two podcasts Pickles. on YouTube. Pickle, Pickles House. And I do one with Brandon Bruffett called Putting the F.U. in Funny. Putting putting the F.U. in Funny. <laughs> All right. There it is. Go subscribe yeah. to those. Awesome. Well, thank um, thank you guys. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and play the, play the music again. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't have anything to, to, to push right now other than uh, go check out my other podcast, uh, Nerd Cave Retro. If you like retro games, we talk about retro game stuff over there. So thank you guys for listening to us. And uh, leave us a review wherever fine podcasts will give it away for free. So we'll see you guys next week. Should have tried eating a pickle.